0: So, people really enjoyed us talking about Star Trek. I enjoyed that people enjoyed us talking about Star Trek. That made me very happy.
1: Well, I enjoyed that you enjoyed that people enjoyed us talking about Star Trek. (laughs) It was good.
0: I got people's, like, I got sent random opinions of people. One guy who was even like, there's nothing wrong with the next generation. I don't know why Gwen was ragging on you for liking that. And I was like, no, she wasn't. We were both talking about Deep Space Nine. It was good.
1: Yeah, I mean I, I like the next generation. It's just it is so happens that I watched Deep Space Nine a little yeah. bit when I was a kid. I watched a lot of Voyager actually to be honest, but I don't I'm like embarrassed about that. Oh what's embarrassing about Voyager? I don't know, like I don't know. It just It wasn't as some... solid
0: as Deep Space Nine became, but it did have some very good characters.
1: I feel like it's not uh respected in the nerd community as much as Deep Space Nine or No. It,
0: you know, like I'd agree, yeah. I'd agree, but don't you dare let <laughs> people's opinions <laughs> change your love for Janeway in in <sighs> any way, shape or form.
1: Alright, I will not I uh I was always more about Chicote anyway. I was gonna
0: so. say, like who was your favourite guy? Were you a Chicote? <laughs> really?
1: What? Why not? He was kinda boring. We're uh, we're supposed to be talking about Titanfall. Yeah. Because this is a podcast about video games it and we played a video game.
0: I bet there are people right now that are like, I want to know why Gwen likes Chicoa. But anyway, <laughs> I can guarantee you someone will ask that.
1: That's a, if somebody asks that, I suppose we will perhaps delve into it. But I would like
0: to, because there's some good characters in Voyager and Chicoa wouldn't have been my pick.
1: But anyway, <laughs>
0: well, the whole Tuvok Neelix friendship. Come on.
1: It, yeah, they weren't as cute, dude. Maybe we just have different <laughs> True. goals here. Uh, we were looking at different things. Our, I was. Our childhoods were perhaps slightly different. Maybe I was looking oh, at God. the
0: fun character dynamics. You were checking out the hot bods.
1: Yeah, well, yeah, I mean, oh come on! Like, oh, what was that? The chick that seven was like Morgan? and then yeah, 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 come on, man! Like, like that wasn't.
0: We all know what seven oh. of nine was doing.
1: All right there we go so let's just i was more let's just i was calm more down of a on my, like,
0: second iteration of dax kind of guy on deep space mm. 9 that's me <laughs> <laughs> But anyway
1: Titanfall uh, two right. that's a good transition
0: <laughs> thanks that's how you do them just hard just like go cut just bam into something else Titanfall two right. i played Titanfall two and i've been playing it for the last few weeks and I've been super enjoying it. I don't have a ton more to say than that, but I just wanted to put out there to people that maybe haven't played Titanfall 2 yet, the same way I hadn't really played Titanfall 2 yet for no real reason. It had just fallen into a pile. And hmm. I had a ton of fun playing Titanfall 2, both single-player, which I loved, and now I'm getting into the multiplayer, and I'm having a ton of fun with that as well.
1: Interesting. So I don't care about shooters, but why... Uh i i thought did you just say it had good single player yes wait did i like have a a aneurysm oh interesting titanfall
0: yeah the first one didn't but titanfall 2 they made a very conscious effort to be like it's gonna have a single player this time and they Mm. did a really good job with this single player they it reminded me almost of half-life 2 in as much as it does some really super fun things with little mechanics and set pieces dude
1: it it has you can't just invoke half-life 2 oh
0: i can and i will
1: (laughs) jesus all right
0: in terms of its storytelling like it's a simple story that it tells but the story the main thing that it's telling is sort of the bond between you and a titan a robot and it's great Mm -hmm. i really cared about i mean i'll care about any like i could literally if you told me like, the cloth that's sitting in front of me that I use to clean my glasses, if you just went, oh, it looks a bit sad, I'd feel bad for it, like, immediately. <laughs> so it's yeah. it's not hard for me. I have to me. admit,
1: the second you said that, I was instantly interested because there's something about, uh, like, the animator brain of me. Uh, there's something about Dude. making, like, a fish... Uh, making a person fall in love with a fish, making a person fall in love with a robot, like the the kind of stuff Pixar does, where like now feelings have feelings, you have feelings about feelings now. Yeah. Like that's uh that they do well. That's intrinsically appealing to me. The idea that you can that you can do that. Like, I so mean, is it like Wall-E? Like, is it cute or is yeah,
0: it? I mean, it's a giant walking battle robot, but they kind of give it uh. they give it a very monotone kind of personality, but the writing is enough like again, I w- I would describe it as like when you've watched a really good action film where it's like it's got enough story to keep your brain ticking over. Like it's mm-hmm. not super intricate. It's not gonna change the way you think about anything. But there's enough there for you to sort of be invested okay. in what's happening. And there are some cool little animation moments as well. As soon as you said animation moments, it reminded me of one bit where uh your character like the robot just says, basically asks are you, okay. And your character just gives him a thumbs up and it kind of raises its hands slightly in a ponderous manner. And this is all done like it doesn't have it has one giant light that's kind of an eye, but it doesn't really have a face. And it kind of Mm -hmm. looks at the hand in a ponderous manner. The fingers kind of move a little bit and then it does a thumbs up and like enthusiastically points it out like back at you and there's a little moment that I was just like that's cool like and now he's my buddy I'm like <laughs> yeah See, I Thumbs would be freaked up. out
1: I'd be like dude they're learning yeah like, oh that's... you'd be freaked out <laughs> well I mean uh, I don't know this gets into like machine learning stuff right like soon all art is gonna be replaced by robots that can paint and stuff
0: Mm. are you following
1: this on the internet?
0: I've not been following this on the internet Gwen i uh I concern myself more with uh if I'm gonna be fearful of th- any unknown, it's uh uh-huh. extraterrestrial fear as opposed to AI robotic fears like so, aliens aliens Gwen yeah You're afraid of aliens dude who oh, who wouldn't be
1: um i I don't know you. Duh. <laughs> It's a complicated question. I mean, I guess things that don't know about aliens. Uh, um, I mean, like frogs probably are not afraid of aliens. They're probably they not. don't have that kind of But would you level... refer
0: to a frog as who? Like, I mean.
1: Mm, I. Well, I mean, it depends. That would be a we're, talking about, we're talking about giving robots personality. That's I mean, true.
0: Can't... You're just flipping everything like, on where's me. The, what can I do? Where's the line? Caught I in a know. web.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. Anyway. So, so, uh, sorry. Why, take it back. Titanfall 2 yeah uh, sounds good Maybe... it does
0: there's a bunch of set pieces that are just so much fun and this is by the people uh that used to be i think Treyarch that made call of duty modern warfare mm-hmm. and yeah. all that stuff and so they they know how to make a good first person shooter set piece but they've created like you could see it in the first time for that they created a world that was interesting and that i wanted to explore but they never really made a single player campaign out of it it was all Multiplier was the whole thing of first time for but in this they kind of explore it a little more but without constantly forcing exposition on you you kind of just experience it through being there mm-hmm. and the way people react to things and stuff like that and yeah some of the set pieces are so cool like there's some bit where like you're going phasing in and out of different like two different times so like the past and the present and oh that's because you Okay, I'll explain it to you briefly, or shall I not? Because it's spoilers.
1: <laughs> it's up to you, man. Uh, well, I mean, okay. I will play this. You've enticed me enough that I will, I will pick this up. Plus, it's probably like I should. You know, you got to play all the things it's in this good. industry.
0: There's the there's a the bit right. You get this thing right. on your on your hand for like one level, where you can go forward and backward in time, so or to the present and to the past, by okay. him just sort of touching a thing to his hand, like he kind of closes his fist. And he's like, uh, I'm going okay. forward, I'm going backward. But there's a bit, like, you start using that as a mechanic for platforming, obviously, and moving around the world and getting through obstacles, so, like, you'll get around like a, a, a corner. Like a
1: 3D platformer kind of deal?
0: Kind of. Movement is a big part of it, which is fun. Like, movement is a very big part of it, and it works so well. Like, it, the what the way you zip around everywhere, really yeah. good.
1: Weird. So it's like a first person platformer with like a rewind mechanic kind of deal?
0: It's not a rewind. It's a. So, for example, you'll go through a door and there'll be no uh-huh. floor there and everything's on fire. You touch the thing on your hand and you go into the past and the floor is there, but the room's full of enemies and soldiers. So you kind of run through it and get to a point where you're pretty sure the floor started appearing again and go back and then you're back in the room where the floor behind you is on fire and you've just got to where you needed to be. So it does that kind of thing. But it does a bit where you're you're falling through this tube and there are, I don't know why this makes any sense, but it's such a cool moment. There's these spinning fan things, but for some reason they're in different places in the past and the present. So you're falling (laughs) really fast and having to press the going forward and backward in time button really quick to not get killed and yeah it was a really exhilarating moment and it was just like ah yes it's
1: one of those moments where it's like this is really fun just don't think deeply on it yeah
0: it it really was (laughs) and there's so many little moments like that where you're moving platforms or platforms are just disappearing and you're going through shooting stuff while you're doing it and you wrote you can see your robot friend over in the distance or you've got to go and help your robot friend because there's bits like that and Like there's bits where your robot friend will like pick you up and be like, because the first time you do it, he's like, "Oh, there's no way you're gonna be able to get over that platform. I'm gonna have to throw you over there." It's it's just moments like that where I'm as a player, I'm like, "Shit, yeah, we're gonna have some fun now." You get in his hand, he just chucks you, and it's like, "This is the best thing." My giant robot friend has just thrown me over to this this platform. Your
1: fantasy is to have a giant robot friend throwing you.
0: I didn't think it was until now.
1: (laughs) Cool. It's good that's that's very compelling. I will check out Titanfall Two. You've convinced <sighs> me. I'm not usually big on shooters, uh like specifically first person shooters. Um I but, would you know.
0: yeah, I would play the single player campaign. It's a lot of fun. Yeah. Like I had a lot of fun with it. It's kinda it's not too long either. I played it in like two hour bursts over about three or four days.
1: Uh huh.
0: And played through the whole thing. Had a great old time. And uh yeah, it was great. I loved How it.
1: How much Titan Two is like sixty bucks, right? It was free
0: for a bit on Xbox, like for a weekend, but that might have just been the multiplayer. It was in. I got it in the sale. It was like, I don't know if this, this gotcha. sale is still going on, but on my Xbox, I got it for like twenty five dollars. Okay, which cool. yeah was a pretty solid price to pay, especially because I'm still playing it in multiplayer now.
1: Hey, wait, you're British. How are you paying? Or was that in pounds or dollars? Pounds. Or is there like? Sorry, I don't. Okay, did I say so it was dollars? 25 pounds. Yeah, you did. Uh, I wasn't sure if, like, they, there was a new thing I didn't know about. I was like, wait, what? UK
0: dollars. We've given up on the pound. It's uh, it's all gone to hell. And we've well, gone, give- for,
1: <laughs> gone for dollars. I mean, given everything going on over there, man. Like, Who knows? I don't know. But, yeah, Jesus.
0: moving along from Titanfall 2, unless you had any more so questions So you'll be paying
1: in it. gold or teeth.
0: Who knows? Gold teeth, no less.
1: Gold teeth. <laughs> yeah. We had questions
0: from a friend of yours, didn't we?
1: Yes, we did. So, um, about 18 podcasts ago, mm-hmm. we did a How to Start Your, an Indie Studio podcast, I believe. We asked people to send us questions, and then they did. And then we just never replied, because <laughs> that's how we best. roll here. Yeah, so, half a year later, what, let's what get to it. What questions he got for us? All right, Ichiro Lam, he sent us five questions. Um, mm-hmm. the, f- the first one is... What's it like to be indie on a day-to-day basis? Um, what it, or I'm sorry. What's it like to be indie on a day-to-day basis is the thing about optional pants for real. Well, that would depend on if you go into the office, if you have an office or not. I know a lot of people that work from home, actually. I'm, I'm obviously working from home today. We, uh, uh, I will say at our indie studio, we have mandatory office days twice a week. Um, most people go in about four times a week, but everybody has to be in on Tuesday and Thursday. Uh, and um i usually work from home on wednesdays uh so yeah like we work from home half the time um i mean i happen to be wearing pants today but you know it, it goes either way it depends <laughs> who knows who knows
0: well you don't you don't that's have to a- right i guess that's the thing. No,
1: i think some people really like to get up and shower and uh get ready as though they're going to work because that kind of sets the mood and gets them into the zone but for me that uh that that nothing is gonna help me get in the zone like i'm like it's a struggle no matter what it's usually like a a coffee like to me the the sooner i get in front of a computer is the sooner my path to getting to the zone because the zone starts for me roughly when i'm done with twitter facebook um, and occasionally the game subreddit, uh, and, uh, on Wednesday when I'm done with the podcast. So for me, the zone is really just a later in the day kind of thing. Yeah. Um, but so yeah, for me, I guess pants are super optional on half uh, the time. You work from home constantly, right?
0: I do. I, I, I only oh. exclusively work from home and, do uh, do
1: you ever wear pants? I, I'm wearing, wearing pants some now? right now.
0: You know, I'm um, shit. Black ones no less. I'm feeling crazy. It's uh but that's because I went outside today to buy some lunch. I
1: was about to say. You went outside, so black slacks was uh you you went all out here. You I also really... have a button down?
0: Uh no, I'm just wearing a T shirt.
1: Uh, okay.
0: One of the many T shirts so... I've gotten for free over the years. That's a lot of my wardrobe is that.
1: Oh my god, yeah. Your entire wardrobe probably. Oh. I know mine was forever. Yeah. The... <laughs>
0: I'm a t-shirts kind of guy. I always have been, and so when you start getting t-shirts given to you, you're like, "Yeah, I'll, like, uh, I'll
1: always dude, wear these shirts." If your job is to go to conventions and conferences, you know that's like currency there. That's they just shirts. pay you in t-shirts. Oh
0: god, yeah, people get crazy over t-shirts, like people there.
1: But yeah, like oh my god, let's have an aside sidebar real quick. Okay. Uh, you know when you go to the conventions or mm-hmm. the and you'll put out like buttons or something. Mm-hmm. I there's always like the kids that don't play your game and and we have a real obscure game so chances are good like a lot of people packs don't know about it run up grab a button and then keep running like their goal is to just get all of the bumper stickers slash buttons slash whatever they can get for free like it and it doesn't matter what it is it could be a postcard it could be like a a piece of paper it could be gum they will steal the gum off your shoe like yeah if it's
0: free they'll have it
1: yeah, that's always been really surprising to me. I'm like, okay, so you paid hundreds of dollars to go to PAX so that you can run around and grab a bunch of, like, 20-cent stickers. <laughs> um, you got to have systems and
0: games for these things, Gwen, which is what I like to do. So, for example, someone... I'll be giving out shirts, and someone will run up and go, oh, can I, can I have a shirt? And I'll go, if you can tell me what this thing that is on the front of the shirt is, you can have one. And I, I do that... <laughs> to amuse myself if i'm handing out shirts on my own and i love that there will be like one of the group will be like oh it's this thing and i'll be like you get one <laughs> i'll be like you don't know what it is do you so why did you want it on a shirt <laughs> oh, that's
1: and then i funny. give them a shirt
0: obviously but still i am amusing myself or i uh when we do giveaways and i'm my job is like to hype up the crowd to be doing giveaways, Mm -hmm. I will try and get a very solid stuff in bags chant going. That's become one of my go-to things. I'm like, ladies and gentlemen, you can come up here right now and we're going to be doing this thing and tell you what you can win. You can win some stuff in a bag, a nondescript bag and it's got stuff in it and you're at a convention and I know what you want. You want stuff in bags. So ladies and gentlemen, let me get a chant going right now. Stuff in bags, stuff in bags. And people will start chanting stuff in bags
1: you are so good at conventions that sounds amazing it's a lot that's, of fun that's one of my favorite things then. to do oh man that's funny oh i, I have stuff i bag. have
0: i don't have many skills gwen but those that i do have i am paid for
1: <laughs> you are fair fair enough yeah so uh anyway. so what we've established is that we we both work from home quite frequently yes um wearing industry wearing free t-shirts industry grunge t-shirts yep Um, and optionally wearing pants. In your case, apparently, every now and then, fancy black slacks. Well, Um, I think they were just like
0: the uh, trousers I had laying around. I've been wearing shorts for like the last month because it's been kind of warm. And I've been like, you know what? I'm going to wear shorts. I bought these shorts for E3. I'm going to continue wearing them because they're really comfortable. But uh, today it's like raining and gloomy and I had to go and buy a sandwich. And I was like, well, I'm not going to wear shorts (laughs) in this weather. So...
1: (laughs) This is the point of the podcast where we lose most people. But I think the important thing to take away from this is that when you work from home a lot, you lose your mind. And uh, the most interesting uh. thing you have to talk about is what shorts you're wearing when you occasionally leave the house to uh. get a sandwich. I the takeaway think intro about that being is that it's a, it's a very, uh, being indie is a real, uh, uh, lonely and boring uh, endeavor. Where and you, you say can't you're talk not about, funny, Gwen Fry. Jeez, Well, I'm not funny, but like you, like not at will. But <laughs> this isn't to a joke. Be fair. The thing that's funny right now is you, you oh. nonchalantly conversing about the sandwich you had for lunch. It was, it was a highlight. A <laughs> We are. I went outside. So indie. We are indie as fuck. This is, this is real oh. life, man. When did we become this? Like, I can't... <laughs> I have nothing to talk about to normal people anymore, right? Like, all no. I have is, like, the... I have the stuff I'm doing at work, which I can't talk about with anybody. I've mm. got, like, the indie stuff I'm doing on the side, which nobody <laughs> nobody cares. And then I've got, like... uh, mm. And then I've got the sandwich that I'm going to go get for lunch later. And apparently... Maybe we could talk about pants. So that's, <laughs> yeah, I mean, it, um, was a, it was a
0: whole thought process.
1: It was. So Ichiro, that is what it is like to be indie on a day-to-day basis.
0: Yeah. Uh, yeah, it uh, really has, is. I was going to say, I woke up. I immediately started working. <laughs> uh, till what, about... what is
1: working? Did you, like, how many... This is interesting to me. How many steps did you take between your bed and the computer?
0: Okay, Um, let me think. There was... So I wake up, I normally like look at my phone. That's my immediate thing to do. Check Twitter, look mm-hmm. around, see what's going on.
1: Oh, so you don't even get out of bed before you check Twitter. No,
0: I do on my phone. Immediate. Oh
1: my god. Straight away. Next level. Yep. Dude, Power you user. live on Twitter. Mm-hmm. You are so good at Twitter.
0: I'm, you are on that shit. That's where I live, Gwen. It's where I live and die. Live and die oh, by shit. that little blue bird. I'm not verified you... for no reason, Gwen. It's because... Uh, been putting what in does my it time. mean to be
1: verified? Let's just veer this entire podcast in <laughs> random directions. Okay, let's do time. it. Okay. So being verified on Twitter just means like Twitter has figured out that you are who you say you I'm are, right? Really everybody can't everybody do that? Well, or no, is that like special? I mean,
0: you could be like Gwen Frey from fucking anywhere. You could be pretending to be Gwen Frey on Twitter for all anyone knows. But Should thanks to my blue tick, like- I'm the real Chris Slight.
1: Well, what if there's more than one person named Chris Slate Oh, there are,
0: but I'm the real recognizable one.
1: Oh, so of the available Chris Sleights, you're best. the most famous. Okay, <laughs> yeah. so what happens if you have a name that's super common? I don't know.
0: I guess you get verified anyway, right? Like, the the way it works, basically, is if they skew more towards people in the public eye that work in the media, in some mm. form or fashion. And I think my work that I did with Sky News was pretty much what Made me be a person that would have a blue tick next to his name and probably that I tweet all the time. That I don't know if (laughs) they really care about that actually, but I use Twitter a lot, so maybe they were rewarding me because I will tell you right now, there are people that in this world, like I was kind of like, oh, cool, but there are people that are genuinely more than anything I've ever done impressed with me having a blue tick next to my name on Twitter. Like, there's some people, particularly younger people. They're like, cool, you've been on TV. That's great, old man. But whoa, verified. Ooh. Oh, God. We can't
1: do another podcast about how we don't understand the youth. No, I'm just saying. probably some of our listeners and we are losing them in droves. (laughs) I'm just just saying.
0: I'm a pretty big deal is what I'm saying, Gwen. (laughs) You're,
1: You're a big deal in the youth because of the blue mark next to your name, which you get because of some combination of how famous you are relative to your name and how much you tweet maybe so like no, if your name was chris anderson mm-hmm. uh which is i'm going to guess about a million times more common than chris light do you think you'd still have a bluetooth or would that just not be possible
0: no i think i think they just do it based to your account okay so i think that's how that works but yeah i do i use twitter a lot i go on it i lament the fact that you don't you barely ever use it like you I use it you tweet like, like once a week. a week yeah like you're like hi it's me gwen that's
1: not, that's using it a lot, right? It's
0: not. I mean, I, how many, I mean, just how many times have I tweeted today? Let me have a look. Okay. It's
1: quality over quantity, Chris. You got to go.
0: Okay. I've actually, I I've actually been busy this morning, so I haven't really tweeted anything except one retweet. So does not count. But yesterday, mm-hmm. one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, nine, excluding replies. And with replies, it's crazy. C-
1: How do you have that much to say to the world?
0: You just throw it out there, Gwen. You know, it's tweets. I <laughs> don't
1: uh, really.
0: you, you know. Really? Like, to me, okay. So, here, here's the... Here's the I mean,
1: the intro, this is also what it's like to be indie. <laughs> recounting the shit you tweeted. Yeah. To <laughs> other people. This is what it's like on a day-to-day basis. What do normal people do, you I think? I don't know. Like, I
0: think they just, like, I don't know, go to work. Like, God. think things oh, that yeah. are usual. Like are too tired to worry about like how many times they've tweeted or so. <laughs> I don't know. But look, here's okay. what, here's what I'm saying, right? Okay. Twitter, I'm on it all the time, but it's very useful for my job. Very mm-hmm. useful, in fact. It keeps me relevant. Keeps me seen, visible, and mm-hmm. it also gets me new connections with people all the time. Like, new people, talking to them, talking with them, getting to know them. There's
1: some people I've not even met
0: yet that I've spoken to on Twitter. Just yeah, but, I tweet. mean,
1: you gotta have something to say to the world, right? Like, I mean, oh, you mean I don't just, want...
0: like, blanket, like... I don't
1: want... First impression is everything. I don't want someone's first impression to be like, I had this thought while I was sitting on the toilet. Like, I want it to be... Well,
0: I mean, you know, you don't give them poop thoughts, but <laughs> you, you, you you be a little selective. But... Okay. Something you find funny? Something like sometimes like I'll tweet stuff like if I just like like a television show I super liked got canceled. So I tweeted being like that sucks. That was a thing because I thought it sucked and I thought I w- wanted to add to the voice of people who were saying it sucked. That was you know it's like 2 seconds of my day that I think that and I go duh, 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 there you go. Talking about wrestling. I don't really watch wrestling as much anymore, but I had an opinion on a thing that happened. So I threw it out there. Mm. Someone actually... Yesterday was really weird on Twitter for me.
1: Mm-hmm. And this
0: is more about being weird. and. <laughs>
1: <laughs> like, no, it's okay. The, so, the, the new topic of conversation is Chris Light is weird. Yep. So okay.
0: someone tweeted me. And like they've never tweeted. And their display picture is a gorilla looking angry and they just said hi have you ordered a star trek game off ebay and i had and it hadn't you turned- had yes and it hadn't turned up huh. and i was like huh so i just said hi i have he replied are you still waiting for it to arrive and i was like this is getting weird i was like i am indeed <laughs> he said
1: <laughs> okay
0: said have you used my address for delivery lol and I said I have not unless you live in my flat seems like someone sent something to the wrong place and he was like follow me to inbox I'll post it it came yesterday and I was like okay and then this guy is like asking me all about where I live and I'm trying to duck the answer to that question
1: like publicly he's no. asking you on your Twitter account where you live no he's asking you in, in your in, in like, DMs. private DMs
0: he's he's all okay. like oh you, 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 What's your address? I'll send it to you. And I'm thinking, oh, I don't give this guy my address. And he's like, you can give me a post office address if you think I'm trying to get your info, lol. So I give him a post office address. But then he just keeps asking, where do you work? Do you work here? Do you, do you work here? And I just keep avoiding the question. And I've kind of left it there. And maybe I'll go and check in the post office tomorrow if that thing's there. I don't know. But that was a creepy way to start the day. And these That's... these interactions and more, Gwen, could be yours. If only you'd use Twitter <laughs> enough that someone wow. searches Chris Slight who might be interested in a Star Trek game, and <laughs> they found me.
1: Yeah, I feel like I'm really missing out right here.
0: Yeah, that was weird. This is really... That was a weird start <laughs> to the day. I was like, uh... uh yes?
1: You're like, uh, hey, stranger from the internet i'm not really super interested in giving you my address
0: yeah i don't want you to know where i live i I was waiting to like
1: <laughs> why didn't you just say that why don't you just be like i don't give my address to strangers on the internet because he had my thing and i want my thing <laughs> <laughs> he had your thing interesting i mean i feel like at that point i might might trust him or meet him somewhere so i don't know i don't know what i would do because i'm not in that situation yeah and it uh in the you want your start Whatever it is you bought off eBay, so... It
0: was a DOS game. A Star Trek Next Generation <laughs> DOS game.
1: <laughs> cool. You don't need to know
0: about my penchant for looking around eBay for obscure games. Like, that is... Oh, I,
1: I think we're going to drill down into that later, because that's interesting to me. Yeah? Uh, like, you are you could get obscure weird stuff on Itch or the internet, but you're going for the, the retro, the yeah. DOS games off of eBay. Yeah, yeah. Chris you are some next level hipster here man I have <laughs> been look
0: I have been looking at <laughs> this
1: that's bad. weird this,
0: this is Gwen, this is the n- the nadir n- 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 of how much time I have had
1: have inside you, do you know how any- Christ man no, there no, no, no. are I so many games I haven't there told you what so- it is I've been looking
0: know- on eBay at uh pcs but like pentium free pcs and I've been like I could get a Pentium free with Windows 98, and then I could run all these old DOS games. I could capture them off of that PC, and you know, I could make little videos out of them. That could be cool. I could Actually, do that. That, would, that would be really fun. And I got to the point where I almost bought one last night and went, what am I doing? <laughs> like, where am I going to put a 486? I don't need one of these. And closed it. But that, that's, oh, that's, that's so where funny. my brain has gone.
1: I th- I see. At first, I was gonna ridicule you, but now I'm kind of like intrigued and want you to do this because that's super weird. That's so retro. I mean, on the one hand, I can't support this because there's already too many games. There's yeah, just so many games out there. Off. There's you'll never play them all. There's no. there's just so many. And now you're like, no, 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 no. <laughs> Let's
0: take it back. I'm, a- I'm
1: out of games. I need to reach back to the DOS era. <laughs> <laughs> i'm not even
0: out of games it's just this one star trek game i had as a kid and you can't get it anywhere uh, it's not even on good old games it's on nothing and i was like okay so the only way i can play this is by trying to figure out how the fuck i use DOSBox, box which i have been trying to do for like two weeks and i cannot grok I see. how i'm making this file i got load so i was like okay well i can just buy the game it's like 12 quid i'm like oh cool and i get it all in its box and everything so that's nice and then i was like oh but i want to play it How am I going to play it? I'm going to have to get a legacy PC that can play these things. And I'm like, oh, and then you can do stuff like get Doom 2 again and play it. in it's original experience, even though that experience is exactly the same as I would have on anything. (laughs) I'm still like, oh, but it will be better on this old PC. I could get one of those big ass old clacky keyboards and I could get like a Microsoft mouse. I could basically buy all the things I wanted when I was a kid at that time. And I was like, this will be amazing. I'll get a voodoo graphics like PC card. I'll get a Sound Blaster sound card. I I remember lusting after these things as a child. I'll get them all. It'll be great. I feel
1: like... I feel like the people that are listening right now, I'm just looking at them, and we're just smiling at each other while you just talk about (laughs) this nostalgia fueled whatever the hell is going on right here.
0: I know, but if I can get a boxed copy of Windows 98, I mean, I'm living (laughs) the dream.
1: (laughs) I will... You know what? Remind me after this, I will reach out to my friends at Microsoft, and we will see if we can make you live that dream. <laughs> if that's what any it'll boxed take, man.
0: Copies of Windows ninety
1: eight. Second edition or special
0: SE. Let's copy that oh, one. S-
1: oh Christ! Okay, sure.
0: I mean, if sure. you're gonna get Windows ninety eight, I mean, get, you know, get the best experience of Windows ninety eight.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Only the best for Chris Slight. Thanks, Gwen. And You're welcome. I think
0: that is a very solid insight into a man who works from home, lives at home, and also has a lot of time to think about video games.
1: <laughs> a little too much time. So, thank you, Itro. We made an entire podcast on a slow news day about your questions. We greatly appreciate you sending those to us and not harassing us when we never answered them for like a year. <laughs>
0: I... I also appreciate that. Thank you. Anyone else got any other questions, you can do so. Reach out to us on Twitter. Uh, We haven't updated the Facebook since episode 10. So (laughs) I only know that because Facebook told me, like, we're going to close this if you don't do something with it. And I was like,
1: oh, yeah, Facebook page. Quick sidebar. Nobody cares about Facebook. No, I don't think they do. You use use your personal "Eh." feed. Nobody follows companies on Facebook. It's just not for that, in my opinion. Like, I, I think... You follow companies on Twitter, maybe. Yeah. Um, but you don't uh, like I, I there. I love Pharaxis. I'm not following Pharaxis on Facebook. I just don't think that's what it's for. No. So let we're going to close the Facebook.
0: Done. Done. Don't contact us on Facebook, but do <laughs> contact us on Twitter via our own personal accounts or maybe to Dialogue Boxcast, which does have things sent out on it. So
1: talk to yes. us there. Send us questions, and perhaps we'll make an entire podcast out of your questions. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe. Maybe. This has been Gwen Frey and Chris Light, and you've been in the Dialogue Box.